Morning Drive on FM 96.3 and AM 620. News Talk WVMT. Welcome back to the Morning Drive, everybody. Kurt and Anthony here, and we are always thrilled and honored when we have the Adjutant General of the State of Vermont, Greg Knight, with us, and Mike Arkovich as well. Thanks for having us, Kurt. Yeah, appreciate it. And Mike is my public affairs officer, so good business for me go. to have him here. Exactly. We love having Mr. Arkovich with us. Along with the general, of course. <laughs> now, the last time I saw you, General, I don't think you were at this, but I was at uh, I was at the service for, uh, uh, I think it's now, his title now is Colonel Metzger? Yes, Duran Metzger. Duran Metzger. Yep. He was, he's achieved the rank of Colonel. That's a significant accomplishment yeah. for him. Yeah. He's, he's an outstanding officer. And... He's one of your former colleagues. He was Absolutely. Uh, a legislator. Served in the legislature with me back in the day. What's the level of rankings? Just to remind us. So, Colonel is, there's 01 is second lieutenant, 02 is first lieutenant, captain, major, lieutenant, colonel, colonel, then brigadier general. All right. And, and so on. So, what's, uh, what's going on? It's busy. We're all paying attention to the weather. That I do know. Uh, yeah, our, actually, you guys are probably on full high alert right now. Yep, we've got folks uh, ready to help. Absolutely. Yeah, thank God. Thank you. Yeah, we yep. don't know. We just had an EAS alert during uh, our last hour, one of our interviews that came across. And uh, I don't know if people realize it just takes control of all the radio stations. And they just alert. And there's flash flooding from Rutland, Addison, Chittenden, Franklin County. Yep. Now, now, General Knight, when this happens, like with the governor declaring a state of emergency mm-hmm. because of the rain and the potential for flash flooding. Are you have you do you already get contacted by the governor and have you on you're also on high alert? How does that work? So we have our director of military support and, and his team and they're tied in with the state emergency operations center. Uh, so it's a direct line of communication with the guard. And of course they would my folks would reach out to me just to give me a, a heads up on what's going on. But we're ready. We're standing by. All right, give us a call on the McKenzie Country Classic Hotline. We're uh, taking calls, 888-414-0303. Call back if we just missed you. We're here. Now, we have got a big open house event coming up that I remember from, what was it, last year? Yeah, last year we had our first um, open house. Uh, it was the largest we've ever had, at least certainly during my time. Uh, and we're going to have one again. This time it's going to be at Camp Johnson on Saturday, September 9th from 10 to 3. And it'll be very similar to the one that happened uh, that we had last year at the 158th fighter wing. We'll have static displays from the army and the air force. We'll have, you know, a lot of family friendly type stuff like bouncy houses, face painting. Um, we'll have a demonstration area. Well, the, where the Norwich silent drill team will be there. We'll have our band, um, jaws of life from the, uh, 158th, uh, <coughs> fire team. And, um, we're going to have a lot of simulators. The air force is sending one of their, uh, national assets, which is a pretty, significant thing for us to have uh and one thing just to address is that one of the uh, two of the issues that we identified after last year one of them was parking uh there was a lot of traffic uh it was backed up um and we've gone through great lengths i remember it well <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure a lot, anybody that went that wasn't there super early or you know maybe very late but uh um, we definitely have addressed the parking situation and there's going to be uh, a lot of areas for people to park. So the bad thing about it last time was the traffic jam up, but the good thing about it was the traffic jam yes. up, right? Because yeah. while it wasn't great that that, but at the same time, man, it showed the interest in people wanting to get to that. Sure. Uh, we had over 6,000 people that attended in, in, you know, who knows how many it would have been if, if there was, uh, if there was more parking available. So 
We have uh, multiple parking options. People can park at Essex High School. They can park across the street at the uh, at the hospital, um, and to include uh, some spots on Camp Johnson itself too. Uh, the other thing is there's going to be hopefully more than twice as many uh, food options available, which was another uh, thing that was identified as an issue. So should be a really great event. Uh, definitely looking forward to it. A lot of planning goes into it. Uh, a lot of people involved, and um, yeah, it should be really great. And we also, on September 10th, we've got the Soldier Showcase out at the firing range doing up. Yes, sir. Uh, on September 10th, this is a, a more specific event for people that are interested in joining the Guard. Um, it's going to be a chance for people to see things go boom. Uh, and it'll be at the uh, Ethan Allen Firing Range in Jericho. And there, there'll be a lot of cool stuff going on there, too. Very cool. Let's go to the phones. Good morning. You're live on the morning drive. Good morning, gentlemen, and thank you for your service. Um, when it comes to these emergencies, if we had flash flooding, where would we be? Uh, would we be told to go to a certain location? What, what would we do? Where would we go? Because like in St. Albans, I haven't a clue. Personally, I don't know where we would head. Right. If we, if we get word that uh, we need to relocate folks to, like, for instance, this past winter for warming centers when we had that extreme cold weather, we would put the, the word out through multiple sources, social media, um, our radio stations, uh, Vermont Association of Broadcasters, um, and we'd get the word out to our public um, and let them know where the resources are and where we can best uh, help them. Okay, and that would tell us where we're, we're safest? Uh, that, that would be my understanding, absolutely. Uh, and that's yeah. we're part of what we do. And, of course, all of this would originate um, from the State um, Emergency Operations Center. And emergency right. management. That's great. Thank you very much. Yes, ma'am. Actually, that's part of that EAS, emergency alert system. So you would contact the state, and then and they send it out, and it takes control of all the radio stations. We have It just kills the board, and it comes out. So it's actually a pretty effective, uh, effective way to communicate. There's no question about it. Now, General Knight, what do you, again, Captain Arkovich just gave us the details of the big open house. But what's the ultimate goal with the open open house, and what do you want people to to take away from the open house when they come? Which again, we've seen thousands of people come to it. Well, I, I think there remains um, a little bit of ignorance, actually quite a bit of ignorance, about what it is the guard does. What is the national guard? A lot of folks don't know what we do. They don't understand that probably two thirds of our organization is a part time force. Uh, they don't understand the benefits that come with it. Um, so I, I think, from my perspective, we want to lift this veil. We're not Area 51. I mean, come see us. And, and I think people sometimes fear what they don't understand. So come come see us. We're just like you. We just happen to have a different job. Uh, but that's the intent for me, is get the folks out there and, and share the news. Find out what you're all about. Opportunities that come with being in the Guard. Absolutely. And, and just make it more accessible for people. Because I do, you know, that's one of those things. You you drive by Camp Johnson or, or you know, the the uh, what, what, what's it called the command the air 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 base mm-hmm. fighter wing fighter wing uh, and you know it's secure obviously it should be secure mm-hmm. but um, the opportunity to just go in and see what's going on is it's that simple just come in see what we're doing see what we're all about and see what the opportunities are I mean it, it, it's a uh, because uh, a lot of people are oh they're having an open house it's just it's just for people in the guard and I'm like no it's open <laughs> to the public because they want to share what's going on inside yep yeah it's unfortunate i mean to me we, we remain the best kept secret in vermont and, and we've got to change that um, i've got hundreds of vacancies that we could fill right now and these again we talked about it before these are opportunities uh for vermonters 
Well, and I think you and I had a conversation off the air that I think we should have on the air. Um, when when uh, I have a 17 year old son, uh, and a lot of a lot of people, um, you know, a lot of kids are thinking about what they're going to do for their life, what their options are. And um, one of the options that I didn't look seriously at, and I regret not looking seriously at it, was uh, either full time military or or uh, guard. And at the time, I didn't think much of it. And now, as I'm older and uh, hindsight, that was a, a lot of my friends that did think about it. Uh, it was probably the best decision they made in their life. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and I'm I'm pretty candid with folks. It, it isn't for everybody. Yeah. Um, but come take a look at us. There, there's some unfortunate uh, disinformation that's out there. And unfortunately, the sources are folks that I, I hold in pretty high regard. Um, I'll give you an example was uh, one of my full-time officers, whose son is a junior, uh, in high school, was speaking to a school counselor about service in the military or possibly joining the guard, and the response was, "Why would you throw your life away?" Yeah. So I would like to say it was a, a one-off. That's what I was going to ask you. Do you think that was a one-off, or um, is it happening? Is that happening in I, the schools? I don't think it's universal, Kurt. I, I but I validated it I, uh, that following through weekend. I, I talked with my recruit sustainment program um, soldiers. These are kids that are just back from basic or getting ready to go, and I asked the same question. You know, how many of you spoke with your school counselor? You know, half a dozen gave me that same theme. Bad idea. I wouldn't do that if I were you. It's dangerous. Again, last Friday, went down to Norwich University for the Future Leaders Camp. Seventy kids, um, and a majority of them had that same type of message. And that's unfortunate to me. I mean, it seems it seems actually inappropriate to me. I mean, that a school... Do you go talk to somebody to say, hey, uh, you know, the Secretary of Education or somebody and say, this stuff really shouldn't be happening? I mean, to me, it shouldn't be happening. Well, I, I think I think our job should be putting opportunities in, in front of kids and their families. We should be lifting them up and giving them opportunities. Whether they take that opportunity or not, it's up to them. Um, and, in fact, I am meeting with the Secretary of Education today at 10 o'clock. Um, there you go. But I don't, I don't believe I've thrown my life away. No. I, I neither do thousands of members who serve in our guard. Well, it's insulting the men of the Army Guard and the Air Guard of the state of Vermont and across the country, but right here in Vermont, to have a teacher say that to someone. The incredible things that the Guard does for Vermonters in in every... Like even today when we're talking about the flooding, it's, it's the National Guard that would be out there helping on something like this or so many other things. And, and, have a, and to have and, a teacher say that is, is I find, is... is and I don't, I don't, and again, I don't, I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to make a blanket statement that yep. all educators feel this way. We just hosted an educator day on the 27th of June, um, gave them a tour, um, and they came away with a different perspective of the guard. We simply shared the information. I think that's really where we need to go with it. But I mean, these people who've <laughs> quote unquote thrown their life away, um, to your point, we served Vermont throughout the pandemic, um, built an alternate care facility at the Essex Fairgrounds, administered 25,000 vaccines, distributed 3.2 million meals. Um, I was there and watched them putting that, you know, doing that. Well, it works and, and, incredible. Yeah. And also, not only, I mean, won awards for the the uh, efficiency of the operation. I mean, yes. it, was, it was considered some of the best and most elite and best executed around the country during the pandemic. Right. And... Um, no, I think every guard member is proud and should be proud because they make a huge difference. You can really make a huge difference if you want to talk about fulfilling your soul and not throwing your life away. Well, and I it's suspect also, it's there's not, a lot of that. And it's not just 
Uh, we certainly do a lot of great work here in mm-hmm. Vermont and, and with our partnered states across Guard Nation. But look at what we do internationally. Yeah, you know, just uh, what a year and a half ago, we had um, a lot of our brigade soldiers from our, our brigade headquarters, our cav troop, uh, cav squadron. Um, they were in Kosovo, and they were literally standing between generations of hatred. That mission's been ongoing for twenty three years, and and you can bet that the Kosovars don't think they've thrown their life away. So. Um, it's yeah. not just Vermont. We do a lot more than, than what you see here. We're yeah. big fans here, and we've got the Adjutant General of the State of Vermont, Gregory General Gregory Knight, on the show. If you have a question for the Adjutant General, give us a call, 888-414-0303 on the McKenzie Country Classic Hotline. And General Knight, I want to ask you about this. Uh, one of the big issues has been, uh, and we know how hard you and others have worked on this, is which is the burn pit. Do we have any anything new on that issue? Well, um, I've undertaken an effort um, working with our congressional delegation, actually Vermont and New Hampshire and other adjutants general. Um, right now, I mentioned Kosovo. Uh, Kosovo, the air quality there is very poor. Um, and in fact, the particulate matter in Kosovo um, often exceeds military exposure guidelines. Um, and after 23 years of deployments to Kosovo, I think it would make sense that, that the VA would have a mechanism to pull in data. Um, and that's one would be the open air hazards uh, and burn pit registry that we've been really advocating for veterans to to sign on to. But other, the other one is is getting folks enrolled into the VA healthcare system for a screening with the PACT Act. Uh, from my perspective, you don't have a mechanism. How do you know there's not a problem right. if you're not pulling in data from Kosovo where the air quality is certainly as bad, if not worse, than it was in other deployed locations? So just because we're not saying there's a problem. Doesn't mean there's a problem. But also, uh, members of the Guard need to to say, hey, I was there. I should go get checked. I should get screened. I mean, it's it's a two-way street. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, middle-aged guys not getting a prostate uh, exam. You know, it, it the opportunity should be there, which you're advocating for. And then the people should, could, should really take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't preclude a, a veteran from making a claim. Yep. Uh, but for me, there, there's still 23 years of data here. 23 years of, of deployments, all branches of service, all components. Um, primarily for the past 18 years, it's been a National Guard mission, so multiple uh, Guard states. My colleagues have had, had colleagues have had units go there. Um, why, not, why are we not asking the question? Yeah, and they sent – I was on that Kosovo mission, and they sent us home with an eight-page letter that included the air quality information. And oh, so they, they were up front about it. They told you about it. And they said, did, hey. yep. And I submitted the letter to the VA, so they have it on record. Yep. And, you know, General Knight's obviously making a big push for it, so we'll see where it goes. Yeah, I think, see, that's that's part of what I think is is um, very, it's transparent. Um, and, and the fact that they, okay, so this was, this was a danger that you were subjected to. Here's some information on it. Here's what you should do about it, and we're gonna we're gonna try to take care of you if something happens. Mm-hmm. That that's all part and parcel of, um, you know, I like to hear people give service to the country. Okay, this country should be, should be standing behind them, and so uh, I, I think this is one indication that that when when something is done wrong or for whatever reason has to happen, you know, the military instead of burying it is like here. Okay, let's figure this out. Well, what I find most frustrating, I mean, when somebody separates from the service, they retire or they, they finish their term of service and they leave, and maybe they've been deployed, they're no longer in our purview. I can't reach out and find them if they're not following us on social media. Um, how do I get the word to them? And and sometimes some of these, these aberrant diseases that we're trying to, to focus on here, they they don't 
manifest until years later. Right. So you're separated from the service. Maybe you're not putting two and two together. We're not getting that information to the VA so they can perhaps establish a presumptive um, illness or a correlation that it, that it had something to do with your deployment. And they just they need to reach out, and mm-hmm. the services are there. Yes. Let's go to the phones. Good morning. You're live on the morning drive. Yeah, good morning, General. Morning. My boy joined the service here, and uh, when he was going through boot camp and stuff, and then he wanted to get into the parachuting, and he uh, felt something in his back, and then they found out he had lumbar scoliosis in his spine. Nobody detected that before he even got in. And if anybody's talking bad about the, you know, the guards, they ought to just pack their bags and Morios right over to Moscow and live there. Thank you for your service. General Knight, appreciate the support. Let's go to the next line. Good morning. You're live on the morning drive. Uh, good morning. Why is the air quality so poor in Kosovo? That's a great question. There's a number of things. They've got a, a dirty coal-fired Actually, I think there's two power plants there, but they burn lignite, uh, dirty coal, slash and burn agriculture, um, generator farms, because they don't have a very strong power grid. Um, and then, of course, the biggest thing for me would be the, the uh, inappropriate disposal of solid waste. So outside Camp Nothing Hill, for instance, which is on the border with uh, Serbia, uh, there's a civilian burn pit about 300 meters outside the post, and they would reduce that, that dump um, once a week by burning, at least once a week. So, and this is happening. This is a civilian installation. This isn't our military burning our no. our waste. This no. is just a, a, that's a civilian operation that happens every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're just there. Our, 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 our folks are there to try to help them. Yeah. And I've got, I've, I mean, I've seen the photographs. This is what I shared with, with our congressional delegation. It, it's, it's foam padding. It's plastic bags, it's tires, it's all the same things that we were exposed to in other areas of the globe, certainly in Southwest Asia. But yeah, thanks for the question. Now, General Knight, you were, my understanding is you were just selected as the Vice President of the Adjutant General's Association for the United States. What, uh, congratulations, first of all, <laughs> but what does that mean for the Vermont Guard? What can well, it- so I'm Vice President Army, there's a Vice President Air, uh, General John Harris from Ohio was the president of the Adjutant General Association. So it's all of the Adjutant General and the Commanding General of D.C. And um, we work as an association uh, to address national issues that impact on the Guard. We go through the National Defense Authorization Act. We take up funding issues, um, refining policy, regulation, and certainly protect the interests of the uh, National Guard and advocating uh, on Capitol Hill. Um, comes with a two-year term. That tells you anything. <laughs> so have you had a chance have you had a chance to meet with them yet did you just get this appointment is uh yeah just uh, last month so have yeah. you had have you actually met with them all yet and oh so our next meeting is tomorrow so it'll all be virtual but uh that's where we'll get together and again we kind of prioritize efforts that we want to pick up um we'll try to align with the chief of national guard bureau and the directors of the army and air national guard at that level and again the, the intent is to make things better for the guard we'll get a report on that next time we see you absolutely uh, Captain Arkovich, let's go back to you for a minute. Uh, we're almost at the end of the segment. Tell us again. Give us all the details of the big open house that's coming up. Yeah, great. Um, so open house is Saturday, September 9th, 10 to 3 at Camp Johnson. It's open to the public. A lot of great stuff. Family friendly. Family friendly. A lot of food options, simulators, um, static displays, demonstration area. Oh, and I forgot to mention that we're going to be offering SUSV rides. So SUSV is an over snow mobility vehicle that's oh. going to... A small oh, unit yeah. support cool. vehicle. Yeah. 
uh, we're going to be able to uh, to tract vehicle um, use m- mainly up at the range to to get over some nasty areas. But we're going to be offering rides, so that'll be a, that'll be a fun piece. Cool. Um, so again, Saturday, September 9th, ten to three, Camp Johnson, open to all, open to beat the six thousand. And you think that that you've learned from the last one, like how to deal with the with the traffic jam and all that? Yep, parking. There's going to be tons of parking available. Uh, there'll be spots on Camp Johnson itself. There'll be spots across the street at the at the hospital. And spots at the uh, at the at Essex High School, and there'll also be uh, we'll provide shuttles from all those locations. So um, pretty easy on and off. It should be uh, should be a great event right here in our neighborhood. Come That's see right. us. Yeah, we will. All right, Captain Mike Arkovich and Adjutant General Greg Knight. Thanks for being on the morning drive today, General Knight.